Welcome to the Everyday Game Changers Podcast. You will hear from everyday people in business, music, community, and more who are changing the game. And now your host, marketing expert and personal branding specialist, Varian McQueen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Everyday Game Changers Podcast. I am your host, Barry McQueen, and you know how we do each and every week talking to game changers in business, the arts, music, community, and more. And today's guest is a special guest for me because y'all know I'm when it comes to this music thing, I don't bring nobody on here that don't got bars. I don't bring nobody that ain't hot. I got busy crook in the building. What's good? Oh my God, what's going on, man? What's poppin'? <laughs> So, man, first of all, the name Busy Crook, you got to give me some backstory. Oh, man. It's so, it's catchy, but yeah. I know you, I see the visuals and yeah. how you about your business. Give yeah. me the name. Man, Busy Crook, I was just, I was, I got in trouble a lot as a kid. Got it. I was very mischievous. I was always finding loopholes and plotting. So, right. um, people used to just, just say, yo, this guy's busy. You're always busy crooking. You're always busy crooking. Oh, snap. And, uh. It kind of just it just stuck. I started rapping, and everybody in my community knew me as that. Mm. Um, and then on top of that, I used to rap like like Jr. Wright used to be my favorite rapper. So I used to sound like really? like I could have been like the seventh Dipset member. That um, explains a lot. You know, put the put blow your brains in the front seat <laughs> type shit. And then uh, you know when when I matured as an artist, I felt like everybody already knew me as Busy Crook, so it just mm. became part of my... Because you changed the name, right? Yeah, I dropped the crook at the some crook. point, but it didn't, it didn't work out. What it, happened? It just didn't... It, I Let just, me ask you, was that mm-hmm. a label decision or that was a you decision? No, that was me. Okay. That was me. I felt like me as a person, I wanted to escape mm. the crook. I'm like very spiritual, so I felt like the crook being part of my name made me a certain person that um, I was ready to grow out of. Fire. Um... But anyway, I just it made way just, back. Yeah, made his way back, and I guess it's just me. So, how are you introduced to like hip hop, though? Like, what's the first? Like every person that I meet, let's yeah. say from a hip hop space, yeah. everybody. We I feel like we all grew up the same. Like mm-hmm. we all probably had a mom or a grandma. We was in right. church and right. we did all of this thing, right. and we somehow just stumbled on hip hop. Right. right, completely different from right. what we taught. That like, how are you introduced to hip hop? Yeah, I'm Dominican, so you know, every Dominican we got like. <laughs> That cool older cousin that's there from the yard that like okay. lived in New York. Got it. And um, from the Bronx. In right? my situation, I don't like like the Heights. <laughs> in my situation, it was my older cousin Cat. Uh, it was during summer, and you know she was visiting and and watching me, and she like put this Grammy CD on. Mm. Um, where I heard Eminem's "My Name Is" for the first time ever. Wow. And I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is this right here?" Like, wow. She's like, "Yo, this is rap," and I'm like, "Yo." This is what I want to do. Dope. And it just so happened to be that like, at summer school that week, the teacher was like, yo, take this weekend and start thinking about some possible career options in the future. So I'm like looking around and I'm like, I'm looking everywhere like, hmm, do I want to do that? Nah. And the minute I heard that, I'm like, yo, this is, is it. it. This is it. I want to rap. And I wrote my first rap right then and there. And How, What age is this? I might have been eight years old. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> really early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been eight years old, so. How do you, like, what's your first, because I'm from Delaware originally, so I mm-hmm. came here in 2013, and I heard about Busy Crook up north mm. that long ago. So, like, what's your first introduction into, like, being, like, a signed artist or dealing with 
let's say majors. Well, I've actually never had a major deal. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've never. I've been independent this whole time. Really? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people think I was signed before, but what? I've been independent this whole time. Like uh, when yeah. I think busy, so I'm gonna give you some perspective from up north. Whenever I thought busy crook, mm-hmm. so I got my first record deal with Epic Records. I was 18. Mm-hmm. I didn't get my second deal with Universal till like maybe 21. Mm-hmm. But when I'm hearing the busy crook name, I'm hearing it like there's some association with mm-hmm. Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Is this true? Is this um? So title and title first launched, they had a title uh discovery artist. Mm. Um and it was like selective it was like hand selective artists. And um I was one of the first title rising Fire. artists. Okay. Um yeah, and it was bugged out. Like I remember when uh Title first launched their first commercial that launched during the BMA the, the uh what was it? Some awards, it was like the BMI, like some billboard awards or something crazy. Okay. And they used my mixtape in the commercial. And I was like, yo, wow. what the fuck? My phone started blowing up. Um, other than that, I'm like Jay-Z's biggest fan. Like, okay. so It could so, just be that. I could just love Jay-Z. Cr- like, so my my <clears throat> introduction to Jay-Z, one of my best friends, Leah West, is Kanye's cousin. Mm. So all these times, she used to be like, yeah, you know Kanye's cousin. We used to always see the pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, why we ain't really never met Kanye, right. though, if you the cousin, <laughs> right? So she's like... Nah, I mean, you know what? If y'all want to go, I'm going to get y'all some tickets one day. Yeah. I'm like, all right, man. She calls us. She's like, yo, um, we in Delaware. So she's like, yo, y'all want to drive to Jersey? They mm. doing a Watch the Thone tour. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I'm there. Been there. So I'm excited to meet Ye for the first time, but I'm a Jay-Z is my guy. Right, right, <laughs> so right, it's right. like, I'm backstage and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Ye? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. And then Jay come out. He just chopped it up so normal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, all my homies is like, well, why he only talk to you? And I'm like, because y'all ain't had no chain right. on. I keep telling y'all <laughs> the power of the chain. Right. It's like the, I tell chain, people, jewelry is a marketing tool that I mm-hmm. used to use in music, right? So it differentiated me from every, every mm-hmm. other person mm-hmm. that did music. What's your, what's your one thing that you into? What's Busy Crooks? Vice, you in the clothes, cars. I'm in the watches. Watches. Watches is like Why watches? Thing. I just love watches. Um, everything about it, the complications, how they're made, their yeah. history, uh, at times, investments. I made a lot of money off watches. Fire. So it was like you get to wear it and possibly make some money also. So appreciates. Yeah. See, sure. this, the, this word is, where's my camera? This is what I need y'all artists to understand. Busy just told me he ain't even never been signed to a major. So how have you been navigating I've been the grind- music? I've like been, what? Are, uh, yeah. Clearly, you do other yeah. stuff outside yeah, yeah, of music, yeah. smart investments, or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what you do? I want I got a trucking company. Fire. Um, I'm heavy in the real estate. Okay. Uh, I own a medical supply company. I just be trying to like, like when COVID came out, it was like, all right, boom, like there's these these masses. Everybody's wearing these masks. So I'm like, all right. How could I supply these masks to somebody? And wow. we landed a contract with the Baltimore Police Department supplying them masks like when COVID first started. It was like a three-month contract. So I just be, I feel like I'm a, like I said, like I said earlier, like busy crew, always looking, like right. my brain's always working. You feel me? Like as I'm walking in this building, I'm already looking at like how I could like 
potentially yeah. make money with the business owners. The here. hustler's paradise, Angel hustler's calls paradise, this. absolutely. He's like, yo, if you can get in this building, right. you never have to find a client outside mm. of this building. Right. Because everybody in here is right. like entrepreneurs, right. do online shopping. Because this used to be the uh, the wholesale mm. Miami Mart. So mm. people that... Yeah, I've been here before, yeah, actually. Yeah. So you used to have to have a membership to come here and mm. shop. Now it's like <laughs> open mm. to the public. So... They call we call us the hustlers, right, <laughs> the paradise right. that come here. So, how important was that? Like, because clearly, what you doing other things outside of music? How are mm-hmm. you? What's the importance of you? Because you kind of funding yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You taking mm-hmm. money from other stuff and investing it in mm-hmm. music. How much money would you say you've invested in your music career over time? Easy over a million dollars. Over a million dollars, yeah, for sure. Independent, for sure. Because I I feel like. And I probably struggled with this when I was an artist. As an artist, you just had to always be on. Like, you had to always be the artist. Like, I couldn't go to Walmart and not be in artist mode. Like, mm. I felt like I couldn't I couldn't just go with my slides and some boxes. Oh, yeah, no, nah, I ain't never <laughs> You know it. what I mean? It's I like I had to always yeah. be on because somebody yeah. might see me, right? right. And right. it's like, yo, I can't be. But I feel like the artists don't understand that putting in the investor like they mm-hmm. want the record deal right but they don't they haven't invested a dollar in their career but they want a million dollar record deal yeah i was i was telling somebody this the other day like being independent in 2023 don't always look like russ mm. you see what i'm saying like that's perfect i remember last year one of my trucks the driver fucked the truck up and my cousin wanted to, my partner wanted to fire him and i was like yo i don't know if we could fire him because then we got to find somebody else i'm like right. yo i'm gonna go fly out mm. yo i flew out I'm sitting on the truck with this dude for three days. I'm in Amazon throwing a vest on, moving boxes. Wow. And, you know, just so I could get just so I could get it back to right. invest in my music, you know? Wow. Um, and that's just what being an independent artist, it don't it don't always look good. It come with doing the shit you don't want to do. I had this conversation. I'm like, I seen a video of Russ, and Russ is like, Yeah, you know, you could just go out to the bank and get a loan. And, <laughs> and I'm like, Russ, let's be clear about what your credit needs to look like, right? That yeah. you got to have some liquid cash right. Right. in the bank to go to these banks and right. get a loan right. and be like, he's like, oh, and then you only paying $200 a month for this <laughs> half a million dollar loan. I'm like, right. It's, you can do that because yeah. he had a level mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he got some some leverage right. to be able to go and get I think, a loan. I think all us independent artists, like we blueprint ourselves um, after Russ. But, you know, Russ came in. He's still newer, but it's still yeah. every, the world's changing every day. Hundred percent. You understand what I'm saying? So, but back to what I'm saying, even if you work at motherfucking McDonald's and and, and you want it bad enough, them few dollars. Because one thing I learned about money, bro, like money is life. Mm. What do we What do we give to get money? Our life, our right. blood, sweat, and tears. Right. So when you working at McDonald's, and even if you're getting a couple bucks, and you put that into your craft, the universe is like gonna pick up on that. Yeah. You understand? They don't. You don't got to put in what I put in because right. everybody's circumstance is different. But at the end of the day, the measurement of that energy and that willpower and that desire is the same for everybody. That's dope. When I listen to your music, I think because I'm a, every because I was an artist before, I think everybody mm-hmm. feel I'm so critical when I meet with artists. Mm-hmm. right? And it's not that I'm so critical, but I feel like when I was an artist, I had it was like a skill set needed to mm-hmm. even get to. In the door, right? Yeah, yeah. you had to even, be nice. It was the first thing you had to be nice, right? Somebody gonna put you on the spot. Yeah. You can't have a whack freestyle in the room. Right. Like, 
where is that come from for you that like, yo, I got to be nice? Because if I listen to a busy crook and yeah. I listen to a little pamper face or whatever, it's, it's mm, <laughs> two right. different type artists. I just always, I mean, you know, we come from, I'm from the 90s, bro. So, I, you know, we had the, the, great. the goats to listen <laughs> to, greats. you feel me? Yeah. So I wasn't big on like superheroes or Spider-Man. Like rappers were my superheroes. Mm. So I always, when it came to like the, the respect that I have for the pen and, and rap, right. I just always held myself to a high regard where I always, like one of my strategies when I'm in the studio, it's like, I be in the booth and I be like envisioning that like Ross or like Fab is outside Fire. and that's how I like deliver my shit. That's crazy, you know. So I was going. That was you just segue to my question. What's the vibe like at a mm. busy crook session? Do you come in and all the lights got to be out? Do it got to be some alcohol, some candles, some women? Like, what's the vibe if I go into a busy crook session? Just alcohol, really. Just, al- <laughs> <laughs> just alcohol. I don't care if the lights is on, if it's dark. Right, that's fire. Yeah. Because I listened to uh, the latest project, right? Mm-hmm. And the title of this project. <laughs> Very self-explanatory. It, I'm like, oh, man, that's how he come up. That's so, yeah. that's life, though, yeah, right? absolutely. The good times is killing me. The good times are killing me. How do you balance Running your businesses mm-hmm. in the good times, right? <laughs> Taking over. What's that balance look like? One word: What's therapy. That? Ooh, yeah, life changer. Talk about therapy. Therapy was a, a fucking life changer, bro. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I need to do it. Yeah, um, life changer, bro. Like when I started therapy to now, it's just certain shit that like I understood. Like I understood why I was a certain way. Mm. I was able to. I was able to process certain things from my childhood, mm-hmm. um, where certain bad habits came from, uh, who I am, and just certain shit that I used to do. Like, bro, I used to be drinking all day. Really? Like, Monday through Friday, and thought it was normal. But, it's you know, therapy, right? therapy, exactly. You think right. that, but therapy is like, yo, what's, what are you really going through? Mm. To drink Monday through Friday, like, there's, some, there's a deeper issue there. Fire. You know, so what 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 got you to the point that was like, you know what, I'm gonna get up and go, or did somebody say, yo, you need? Have you tried therapy or how nah, you introduced to it? Um, I did a show in uh in D.C. for like pretty much like the whole Capitol Hill, a bunch of people from the White oh, House fire. was there, some different kind of mix. Oh, wow! And um, my therapist gets off stage and he's like, he just says something to me, click that just clicked, mm. and yo bugged out. He was like, yo, you gonna lose this card? But I'm gonna give it to you anyway. And the next day, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is the car? <laughs> and he's just like, he like fucking, his energy's like Rafiki from Lion King. So mm. um, I'm like, shit, I might as well try it. Yeah. And yeah, bro, shit, just the best thing I ever did. Like, I, I feel like we just condition, not even as like minorities, but as like men. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, we got to be so hard and we got to. Oh, man. Definitely, talk about, <laughs> definitely talk about as that. minority and as men also. Yeah. Because um, I like I give you some perspective As a music artist My dad committed suicide in 2009 Yeah Right I didn't It took me three years to write a record To talk about that And I felt like When all of that happened It was just like I was trying to be so strong For my sister And mm. my stepmom mm. That mm. I I don't feel like I still feel like to this day nobody really grieved yeah. that loss yeah. because it was too many questions. It's like, well, I, I looked at it like, oh man, he's selfish. Like, well, he left his family, he left his kids, and then, so I was I was angry more mm-hmm. than like hurt. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I lost my dad. I'm like, nah, this was a selfish move. 
the older I got, I I started having empathy for people who have come to that mm-hmm. point that like, yo, mm-hmm. I I get it now. Just one random day it clicked mm-hmm. like now. I, I could see how people could be like, yo, I can't deal with this no more. Mm-hmm. Not like I contemplated suicide, mm-hmm. but I it was an empathy for mm-hmm. people who had those thoughts. And I'm like, but it was just like all personal growth, I felt like. Right. But I still like I feel like I probably still need some therapy. Absolutely. <laughs> some yeah, therapy. no, coming from somebody that I felt like I dealt with suicide suicidal thoughts a lot. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, I just felt like, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. You understand? Like, it comes to a point where it's like, it's just so much. It's just so much pain that it's just like, sometimes it just becomes like, I can't even, right? can't even eat, can't even sleep. It's right. just like, how do I just shut it off? It's voices and, you know? I get it. Um, and it took, like, me having my daughter, like, took me out of there. Oh, wow. Like, 2018, I was like, like, about ready to, like, check out. Mm. Yeah. So how, how, how do you balance being an artist and mm. running your business and then being a dad? Like, how is that? Is there a balance? Like some people tell me, there's no such thing as balance. I, I Does definitely, it exist? I de- nah, for sure. Um, my daughter is like the ultimate source of my happiness. Mm. So I always like make sure like that's priority. I, I find time for her because even for my sanity, like Got it. I need it. Um, I mean, everything kind of just goes on autopilot, you know. Work on my businesses during the day, music. Uh, Get in the gym, work on myself, family, and it's kind of just. And because I was able to cut off all the other stuff that I was doing, mm. I don't go to the club like I used to. I go to the club once, maybe once a month. Right. I used to be in that bitch every single night. So you feel me? Like once you cut up, once you cut off those toxic traits, like it's not like it's e- it's easy to balance the things we need. Mm. You understand? That makes sense. That's fire. So from this latest project, mm. what's I seen visuals. I mm. seen. I never seen the video with French. I heard the oh, record, man. but yeah. I didn't know y'all shot a video. And yeah. I seen the, how how do you, how was that working with French? Because you moving like a side yeah. artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Jim Jones features, <laughs> yeah. foreign tech produced yeah. projects, yeah. Justice League beats. Like right. you're not moving like an independent, bro. I mean, it's, that's all relationships. Fire. Jim, I knew Jim for ten plus years, and my Fire. first manager, which was Mona Scott, uh, mm. she managed Jim at the time. So me and him linked. Um, what was the question about You name? just name dropped that so casual Like Mona Scott is just Mona, like, Yeah shout out to Mona man How do you get a Mona Scott to manage you bro? For the people that don't know Mona Scott This is like the creator of the Love and Hip Hop franchise So like how did But more than that she was like She was uh, she was an executive back Big time manager yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time manager Um, Her and Chris Lighty R.I.P. Chris Lighty Yeah Uh uh, then there was Violator Management. Yeah, yeah, Violator. Busta. Everybody. 50, Nori. Everybody yeah. was a Violator. But, um... How you? How did she find you? It's been a journey, bro. So I used to work with these guys from Brooklyn. Brooklyn played, like, a big Which role in my journey. So yeah, Coast, like, right? a lot of my managers and business partners just happened to be from Brooklyn. Got it. Um, You know, so just people I was aligned with just... And you get how do you and you just like oh I'm going to get French on this record and I met French through a I met French through a, a mutual friend, mm-hmm. um, I met French through a mutual friend and 
Shit, we just made it happen. They was doing some other business together. We <laughs> tried to bust a play together. and I, I, I just... All of this he's saying so humbly and so casually, this ain't normal, but this is the power of the relationships. Mm-hmm. That I I'm, do a lot of business outside of music, so I always leverage mm, music. You feel told me? y'all. Yeah. That's how y'all got to do it. <laughs> got to do other stuff, man, because everybody ain't making money off music. People doing music because they love music. Right. Like, Let's be clear. Yeah. Ain't no money in this unless you in a position where you can get the right deal where right. you're going to make some money. But right. I, like I look at Ross situation, Ross just became a free agent like a year and a Ooh. half ago. Right. He had, he owed Def Jam a lot of albums before he can leverage. Okay. Mm. This is what I want now. If mm. you want me to resign. Right. And I, I see these disgruntled artists. Like I feel like nobody's first record deal is going to be a good deal. Right. Because you're a risk to anybody that's right. going to put money up. Right. So it's like, but the power of these relationships is crazy. So what's what's busy? What's what's the next two years? Because I, I used to say what's the next mm-hmm. five years mm-hmm. look like, but stuff moves so fast. What's the next two years? The next year like? is just going up, man. Right. Just so everything. Good luck. Everything up. Numbers up. Merch sales up. Businesses up. Properties up. Just, Fire. Just up. When you, because I've heard the good luck mm-hmm. brand. How has that evolved from? where it started to where it is now, like keeping, I'm sure players changed on the mm-hmm. team. How has that mm-hmm. growth been of us? Like, all right, we at a place now where we weeded all the bad seeds right, out. Because right. like, <laughs> we know how that go, right? <laughs> but you're still screaming good luck. So right. talk to me about that process of like team building. Yeah, I mean, good luck. I started, so it's always been, it's always, good luck has always been a reminder to myself. Mm. Uh, you know, basically good luck came from, just people doubting me and be like, shit, all right, good luck. Oh, busy? Yeah, all right, good luck. So I just took that and just fueled myself with it. And I was like, hey, man, good luck to y'all. Like, y'all should have kept that good luck because now this shit mine and now y'all need it. That's fire. Um, so it's like, like, like it's, it's what I live by. Who, who's somebody we should be looking for other than busy from good luck? Uh, right now, busy is the only good luck artist. There you go. Yeah. That's the answer. Oh, so I seen this. I want to say this was. Th- this probably had to have been a month ago. Uh-huh. I seen you trending all over social media. Mm. And they like, <laughs> they like, yo, Busy, he got arrested for this, like, yeah. Bitcoin, right. $250 million. Right. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, that's a play. Like, right. that's how I'm thinking. But then right. I'm like, was it a marketing thing? Yeah, so that came, I was actually having an argument with somebody. Uh-huh. Because I, I, I own a marketing agency. <laughs> And it all makes sense. I was talking to somebody and I was just telling them how gullible this generation is and how easy it is to go viral. And I'm like, yo, bro, all the work. I guarantee you I can make you. I'm like, yo, you want to see me go viral with five hundred dollars, bro? Wow. And we, we made this bet and literally five hundred dollars. It was everywhere. And pe- everybody Power was calling my phone. I'm like, somebody sent it to me. And I'm like. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the dollar amount, right, so right, I'm right. like, that's a finesse. And, like, but see, if if it wasn't that extreme, right. people would have been that. like, oh, damn. Right. But they probably wouldn't share it. But it's the extreme that created the conversation. I was like, this is and crazy. And label, yo, don't get it twisted. A lot of labels is using that for their artists. A lot of cap shit going on. I'm going to give you all the game. Yeah. I had a conversation at Def Jam. This was at the end of August. They're not looking for talented artists anymore. They're looking for artists with a fan base. 
So the year of the OnlyFans girl becoming an artist. Oh, yeah. A rapper. Yeah, it's, it's here. here. For sure. If you look at every model that's on social media, DJs, y'all in trouble. Because these the beautiful women that's models is getting Serato. Right. And they getting booked. And they Coming bringing DJs. all the other girls out. Yeah. And the guys want to see it, y'all in trouble. But the artists, mm. they want a fan base. Like, mm. it's all these algorithms and these numbers. And I'm like, yo, it's no, t- the talent thing is off yeah, the table. Clipped. It's clipped. clipped. Yeah. So it's like, you don't have to have the skill set. <clears throat> you need an audience already before mm. the label's even mm-hmm. is calling. What, what's some advice can you give to somebody that's like, like you, <laughs> you're doing independent at another level, but. Some advice but about even, getting in this music business you gotta, in general. You got to invest in yourself. Mm. Even if... Because the, the problem is most artists, like, they want to go from zero to 100, right? right? And that discourages you when it's like, man, but I don't got a million dollars in marketing to be number one. Right. So that discourages. And it's just like, yo, invest what you can. You got to believe in the universe. Like, at the end of the day, fuck these labels. Fuck these gatekeepers. The right. universe is more powerful than all that. You understand what I'm saying? So invest in yourself. Go hard. Tune out the noise. Forget how many streams this got, how many likes. Just focus on on your shit. Right. And I think the universe will reward everybody equally. I mean, it don't, it don't, it get don't. So what's next, man? We got this album out. This drop top of 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This so is going to play for a little bit, but what's we'll next? Now I'm dropping a single. I got a single coming out February 3rd called Not Done. Okay. Um. Got another single dropping February twenty third called Worth Two, and man, we just coming out the gate swinging. What's your What's your <clears throat> because you have a marketing agency? What's your uh, process with like how you pick your records though? You got like a team of like yo, these is the records. What we think gonna be the single? How you? I I ask people for their opinion, but I really already got my my mind made up. I'm one of them dudes that's like, yo, should I wear this? And they're like, nah, wear that. And I'm like, I'm gonna you wear go this. with the opposite. Okay, um, that's dope though. So it, it really just depends. It really depends. You know, am I dropping something for the algorithm? Am I, you feel me? Am I dropping something because I love this record and want to put it out? It just, it's different every time. Are you getting more into the, because I ain't even talk about the, your production mm. credits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gave produce more Absolutely. or that was just. Nah, it's coming. I talk about that. Was that a layup or that was just like, yo, that's my folks and we made this. We def- talking about Drake for y'all that don't know. Busy got Drake credits. Definitely a layup. Shit. Definitely a layup. Shout out my man, my brother, Leon Thomas. Fire. Um, I met Leon Thomas in L.A. back in, like, 2016. And, you know, that's one of my best friends. And he was always like, yo, man, I'm going to get you your first plaque. Wow. Um, so, you know, we, we do a lot of work together. And he was working on that album and called me on the Zoom. And, you know, I, I gave my two cents. And Fire. Next thing you know, you're in there. <laughs> you the definition of the power of relationships. Yeah, getting busy with the finesse of, of these <laughs> relationships. That's dope, though. Are we, are we missing anything? Anything you want us to look out for? Um, I feel like you should, I, like you give me like when I watch your visuals, mm-hmm. I'm like busy. Got to he gonna be on a Netflix movie or something soon? Like you, is acting movie? is in your future? You don't act. Shit, you act? I don't know. I I'm feel open. Like you can, I'm open to it. I feel like you can act. Yeah. I don't know. Man, we whatever we, whatever the universe grants. We pushing for busy to see him <laughs> on the big screen. We gonna put all his information. Make sure y'all follow him on all yes, social media platforms, and y'all already know how it does. Everyday game changers. Today's episode was no different. The guy busy crooking the building. Man, appreciate you. Man, love. Good. Luck. 
Thanks for listening to the Everyday Game Changers podcast with Barry and McQueen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram at Everyday Game Changers or on our official website, www.everydaygamechangers.com.